at this time. I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yassi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that J Radio can definitely use your donations so, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on jvitradio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhak for either storytelling, Kaya from the Maya, extreme martial arts demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, other Sabanian program, uh, uh, your, your yeshiva, your banos, your base yakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or a sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs' books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhak at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Well, Rabbi Herbs, are you ready for the story? Yes, I am. Do you like the weather? It's so much better. Yes, compared to the other days. Today's like a summer day. But anyways, I have a very interesting story. You know, somebody called me up and told me this very interesting story. The person told me she heard it from somebody this week and would love to hear how I tell it over. 
So I said, okay, tell me the details. If it's a nice story, then you're going to tell it, right? That's right. And apparently it's a nice story, so I think I'm going to tell it. Really? Okay. What's the name of the story? I, I, I think I'll call it Lost and Found. <laughs> you lost and found that story? No, I, I didn't lose the story. I mean, somebody told me the story. Now I'm going to... Well, the name of the story for Lost and Found. Okay, anyways, this goes back a good number of years. Ah, before I was born. Uh, that's for sure. And before you were born. That's also for sure. Okay, so anyways, this goes back a long time. And let me tell you what happened. There was this person, Mendela. And he was a nice fella. And he had a business. But let me tell you something about his business. He was doing very nicely. He gave tzedakah. He did everything like he's supposed to do, like a good you should. And he lived in a place where <laughs> everything was made out of wood. Oh, like people were made out of wood too? No, no, Yassi, not the people. The buildings, you know. It's like a shtetl. Anyways, so he was at the shtetl. And, you know, uh, what happened was is that he went home but didn't realize something. Yeah, what was it? Well, as he grabbed his coat... Well, you know, uh, well, well, you're gonna tell him to tell it. Well, I'll. He's gonna pick up after this part. Uh, okay. What was it? Well, you see, he was such a rush. You see, what happened was, is he was like looking at the clock. I Ishmir, I'm looking at the clock. I showing such a guy down in Minchemayim. Oh, I have to go down in Minchemayim. Let me get out of here very fastly. Oi, 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 it's a little chilly outside. Let me grab my coat. And he forgot to put out the lantern. And he didn't realize that when he grabbed his coat, he knocked over the lantern. Oh, can I do that? And, of course, the glass smashed. And, of course, the kerosene in the lamp started to spread. How am I doing? That's very good, Yossi. Anyways, and then he didn't realize because first it was burning slowly and very close to the ground. And he went outside his door, locked the door. I have to hurry up. I have to get to Mincha. And he was running very fast. Uh, wait a second. Am I doing my own narration? No, no, I'll do it, okay? Uh, you were running very fast. And I was running. Wait, wait. wait. Uh, I'll do it. You were running very fast. Uh, I was running very fast. Okay. Okay, and I'm running very fast. Yeah, yeah, okay, now what? Now you're in shul. That's right. Now you're going down Mincha Mayrib. But you're not aware that your store is on fire. Okay, I'm not aware. When will I become aware? When you hear everybody screaming. What will they be screaming? Oh, something like, fire, fire, fire. Oh, something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. So in the meantime, I'm going to down. And sure enough... Mendele was davening with a lot of kavana, and he wasn't aware that his store was starting to burn. And the flames were going higher, and suddenly people noticed it. Well, do you look at that? Isn't that colorful? Beautiful flames of all colors. It looks like it's coming from Mendel. Oh, man, it's coming from Mendel's store. Mendel's store's on fire, 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 fire. 
And, of course, like always in the olden days, they had the bucket brigade because they had no fire engines to go, woo, 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 and they didn't have any of those things. So, therefore, uh, they quickly went to the well, pumped water in the pail, made a long chain, passed the pail to the other person, passed the pail to the other person, and then finally, it was probably mostly, like, empty the pail by the time it got to the fire. And usually the building burned down and they couldn't do nothing about it, but at least they get a little scar for trying, right? Uh, I guess they get the mitzvah for trying. But anyways... When he realized that his building was on fire right after he came out from Myra because he was so engrossed in his davening, he wasn't even aware of the screaming. And then when he began to hear the screaming after the end of davening, before he went out the shul, he thought, fire, fire, where could it be? It was probably at the other end of the town. But when he got out, Hi, values me, I can imagine. Watch everybody crowd around my store. What's they think? Is there a fire sale or something? <laughs> fire sale? Wait a minute. There's no sale, but there's... Fire! My store is on fire! Oh, you fire smear! And of course, he had no idea, because there was no fire inspectors to inspect, that he by accident knocked over the lamp when he grabbed his coat. But what he did know was, his business was destroyed. Everything, his entire inventory, was gone. He didn't have a penny to his name, and from that day on, Mendela became very poor. But, you know, Mendel had this famous saying. Here, what was it? He used to say, No, no, come to the toiva. That's not the way Mendel talks. That's the way you talk. Oh, sorry. Mendel, your turn. Ah, no, no, come to the toiva. I'm oh, sorry, guys. That's the way it is. What can I do? There's absolutely nothing I can do. For a while, Hashem wanted me to be rich, and now maybe he doesn't need me to be rich. Maybe I did something wrong. I don't know. I'll have to look into myself. I have to become a better person. No, no, what can I do? And from that day on, Mendela began working for other people, making a few dollars here, a few dollars there. But in those days, in that country, it was called Kopex. And, of course, bigger bills were called rubles. And, of course, he made a little bit, and sometimes he was able to feed his family well, and sometimes not. It depends what kind of work that somebody had available for him. But he was not able to restart his business. Not at all. So what could he do? Of course, he did whatever he does when they're in Saras. And they should do it even when they're not in Saras. I know. He dived into Hashem every day. Yes. And, of course, he was hoping that every day when he woke up, and he would say, And after he said that, of course, he was hoping that when he went out to shul, he would find out, ah, somebody needs him to start a business, or somebody wants to hire him. But of course, that was not to be. But to add more of his saras, one day, when he came back from chopping some wood for someone, Ah, why that was hard work. Let me go into my house. Ah, there I am. Okay, Sprinch, I'm home. That's wonderful. I'm so happy you're home. It's Kevaldic. Okay, now let's sit down and eat some supper. Okay, Dovi, come to the table. Mommy, I can't come to the table. Why not? My stomach hurts. I got terrible, terrible stomach ache. Oi, oi, oi. I think I got to go to the doctor. Please, mommy, Tati, take me to the doctor. 
Hey, all right. Can you wait until after we chop it? I don't think so. It hurts a lot. All right, all right, all right. No, no problem. Okay, if you're sick, you know, we got to take a doctor. She meets from the toilet. We smell. You must not be We have to take care of you. Okay, come, come, come. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, ba bim bam bim bam 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 bye bye Okay. Hello, doctor. Hello, Dr. Sarberg. Hello, Dr. Sarberg. Are you in? Am uh, I in? I'm in my head. I mean, I mean, I'm in the... Oh, I'm in my office, yeah? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. I think I am in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Maybe yes, maybe no. Eh, uh, eh, uh, 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 what would you like? Eh, uh, it's an emergency. Ah, it's an emergency. All right. Uh, uh, you're not feeling well? I'm feeling well. Should I watch the emergency? It's my kid. Oh, your kid, little Dovey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we come in? Uh, sure. Come inside. I'd love to, but the door's locked. Uh, that's a good point. Let me open it. Uh, uh, all right. Come inside. Let me see. Okay. Sonny boy. Dovey, give me my hair. Come over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. Ah, doctor, this is not good. He looks pale. One second, are you the doctor or am I the doctor? Are you the doctor? Oh, he me. This doesn't look good. Why not? He looks pale. But I already told you that. Uh, 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 wait a minute. Do I need a doctor's degree to talk? No, no, just kidding around. Come on, you have to be a little humorous once in a while. Yeah, if you're going to get scared of every little thing, you're not going to live nicely. Come on, let's see. Okay. Let me get around there. Let me check it out. Okay. Say, ah, oy, where's me? This is not very good. What's the matter, Dr. Sarberg? Ay, 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 Eh, tell me. Your stomach hurts a lot. I hurt a lot. Oh, oh, oh. Oy, vey, she took me cry. Oh, it hurts so badly. Ah, so what are we going to do, doctor? Well, um, judging, uh, let me, let me just make, uh, one more uh, test, okay? Uh, lie down over here. Uh, now, when I touch you over here, tell me if it hurts. Ow! I guess it does. And what about if I touch you here? <laughs> oh, uh, that's ticklish, okay? And if I touch you here? Ow! Oh, I was afraid of that. You're afraid of what? What's the matter? You're afraid to tickle him? No, 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 no. You see, there's a certain spot in the abdominal muscle over there. That every time I touch it, it hurts him. You see, he's got some sort of a growth over there. And he needs a big operation. Can you do this? I'm sorry. I'm just a small-time doctor. You have to go to the big city. Now, I could recommend you to Dr. Oscar Grobnik. And if he tells you your son needs an operation to take out this growth, that's what he needs. Otherwise, I don't want to think about it. Eh, all right, all right, not a problem. Okay, uh, do we have to do this now, or can we take him tomorrow, because it's showing space, it's very late now. You can take him tomorrow, don't worry. And for now, instead of giving him solids, give him some liquid diet. Ah, uh, okay, liquid diet. <laughs> not that we can afford to buy solid anyways. <laughs> Just a joke. Anyways, uh, could you put this on my husband? Of course, of course, of course. And when the word salt that you'll be able to pay up, Mandela, you'll pay me. I'm not worried about you, Mandela. Mandela, I trust you. Huh? Thank you very much. Thank you. And so, sure enough, the next day, he went over and he packed some stuff with him and he headed out for the big city.
And as he came to the big city, he asked around. And surely, man, excuse me, pardon me. Uh, what are you partying yourself for? You're not stepping on my foot. Uh, yeah, no, I just need to know where the famous doctor Aske uh, Grovnik is. Oh, Dr. Grovnik, you know, he's very expensive. He's really good, but he's very expensive. Uh, all right, let me decide about that, okay? Meantime, my son over here... Oh, he's a cutie pie. Forget about the pie. Listen, he's a cutie. Now we have to go upstairs to the doctor. Where is he? Uh, he, he he's over there by that hospital. You just go in there and say that it's an emergency and you want to see Dr. Oscar Grovnik. Do you have a letter from your doctor? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Sarberg. He gave me a letter of recommendation, you know, that uh, he should see me. Okay, then we're good. Fine, no problem. And so, sure enough, he entered the hospital. He showed the letter at the desk, and the nurse said, All right, just wait over here for a minute, and uh, let me uh, go and see if he could see you. And a few minutes later, the doctor came out. Uh, that's right. And the doctor came out, and he said, Oh, full of my life, I am Dr. Oscar Grovnik, and let me see now, who is the one that has to see me in such an emergency? Uh, uh, my son. You see, my son, Dovik, not feeling well, his stomach was hurting, and the doctor, Sarberg, he thinks that there's a growth inside, and maybe needs an operation, but he needs a second opinion for an expert doctor like you. Oh, that's a very good idea. Let me see. Come over here, sonny boy. Stick out your tongue. Ah, oh, 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 boy. That's cute that you stick out your tongue like that. But not nice to do that to other people, you know. But I'm a doctor and I see things from your tongue. And now when I look at your tongue, I notice that there's a certain coloring in a certain way that that's hard on your tongue. You have a very bad sickness. Now, please lie down on this table here. And tell me if it hurts when I touch right over here. I guess it hurts. Yeah, you could say that again. Right. And when I touch here, it probably doesn't hurt. <laughs> well, you doctors are all alike. That's the place where I get tickled. Aha. But if I touch this right over here, it's going to hurt you again, right? I don't know. Try my walk. Oh, I guess it does. Aha. So, if what Dr. Sarberg said is probably correct. Now you know that we are in the 1800s. So therefore, there's really no such thing as MRI. And there's no such thing as X-ray either. So we just uh, um, take lucky chances, you know. And based on the diagnosis and the color of the tongue and everything, I think this is a growth near the stomach area. And we have to operate... It's a very expensive operation. Uh, uh, you know, 
with my son life, nothing will hold back. And maybe you could do me a toy because you know I'm not working right now. I mean, I, I am working, but not like working, working. You know, I just work a little bit, but you know what I mean? I do a lot of working, but not working. I mean, you know, but the point of the matter is I'm not making a lot of money now. So uh, uh, please have a harmonious when you make a price. And also, if you could ask another question. So besides being nice about the price, there's one more thing I want from you. Yeah, what is that? Uh, the, 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 um, um, could you like... Um, if, if, like, if, if, could I pay you out in payments? Oh, no. I would never be able to live like that if I gave everyone a chance to pay. It's either you could pay for the operation or you'll have to find another doctor. Uh, uh, okay, okay. So, uh, this operation, uh, uh, how much do you think that this operation is, is, is going to cost? Well, it's a very dangerous operation, but I think I could pull it off. I've done things like this before, you know. I would say that it will cost you 25,000 rubles. Listen, when I had a business, I didn't make 25,000 rubles in a gun, say you were. Yeah, there are other operations that can cost you 500 rubles, and there are operations that cost 5,000. But this year, I have to cut open your son. Eh, please don't talk about that. Now, what do you have to do? Well, I'm not exactly sure. I know the area where the groat is, because I felt it underneath the skin. But exactly where could be moving this way, that way, this way, that way... Listen, we're not doing a dance, you know, dum, 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 this way, that way, this way, that way, I, 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 how much is the bottom line? How much? It's going to cost you, I said, 25,000 rubles. That's the best I can do, you don't understand? I have to hire assistants, I have to make the, the operation room very well prepared and everything, I have to clear my schedule so I could have him. Uh, but I don't have the money now. Does my son need the operation immediately? Well, he needs it immediately the second that you have some money. But I don't have it at this moment. Then I can't do the operation. But, 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 but what's going to happen to him? Well, as each day goes on, as each week goes on, as each month goes on, if you don't take care of the problem, it's just going to get worse and worse. However, if you have uh, too many months, maybe you won't have the problem anymore. I, I, I won't. Why not? Because the problem is going to go away by itself? No, your son will go away. Where's he going to go? Well, I think it's mine. <laughs> I don't think that's funny. Well, you know, I'm a doctor and I live a life and death all the time. If I don't make some jokes, oh boy, I'd be scared to death myself. So when you have the money, you come back here and we make the operation, okay? Yeah, okay. Come, Dobby, let's go. What are we going to do? Oh, by the way, here's a bottle of pills. These pills are on the house because you're going to come back, I know that. But these pills are on the house. I won't charge you for this. But these pills are like painkillers. And when it bosses him, you give him the pills. Uh, okay, thank you very much. And so, of course, he left the doctor. He was disappointed. One way, he was happy. He found out what's wrong with his son. On the other hand, he was disappointed the doctor wouldn't give him any credit. Ah, he didn't know what to do. So he came back home and he told his wife, Sprinza. 
Ay, 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 this is terrible. What are we going to do? Ay, 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 ay. Ay, 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 ay. Ay, what are we going to do? Oh, you know what? We're eating. That's right, we're eating. So, what do you mean? We always were eating. Ah, but we're not doing what eating do. Uh, what do you mean? We have to daven. Ah, uh, daven. I daven every day. Yes, but a little more kavana. Ah, yes. You know, why don't you go to the nearest rebbe in the nearest town and ask him what to do? That's an excellent idea. Now, of course, I don't know who the rebbe is that he went to see, so I'm not going to say any particular rebbe. So he came to this rebbe, and the rebbe said to him, Ah, Mandela, I hear what your problem is, but you know you have to make your shtadlis. If you want the Kodesh Bochu to help you out, you have to make a little shtadlis. I try, but I try to work and I don't get any work. I know, but even if you found work, it's a lot of money to raise in one shot. So here's what I think you should do. This is the shtadlis that you are going to do. Yeah? What is it? What is it? Tell me. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do. I have a munus hachomim. I have a tochner abonuslim. Whatever you want to tell me to do, I'm going to do because I want to save my son. I can't stand to see him in such pain. All right. Not a problem. What I need you to do is I want you to go, not in your town because you live in a small shtetl. I want you to travel across the river. How am I going to cross the river? Am I going to swim? No. This year I will lend you some money. And whenever you can, you pay back and I'll put it back for the docker to use for other people. Now, meanwhile, you buy yourself a ticket on the boat that takes you across the river. And then I'm going to give you a letter. See this letter? You're going to show this letter. People are going to see this. And they're going to help you. They're going to give whatever they can. Oh, you're saying that I should go around my status with me. I should try to raise the money. That's right. That should be your status. Okay. Thank you very much, Rebbe. I really appreciate it. Borah Hashem, Borah Hashem. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't take me. I just a shlir of Hashem. Thank the Rabbi Shlelem. And you should thank him even more so when you will have Yeshua. Remember, you have to do your status. I have to do my establish. Rebbe, while I'm here, what about my business? After the fire, I was not able to start my business again because I just do a little work here, a little this, whatever it is. I'm not making a lot of money. I can't start the business. Don't say you can't. If you say you can't, you won't be able to. You have to say you could. When Hashem wants you to, you're going to be able to. You just need to learn... You have to make your shtadness. You have to dive into Hashem. You have to really mean it. You have to have a lot of kavonis. You have to really do this from the ganza hearts, from your whole heart. And the rabbinish lady is going to help you. You'll see. Make your shtadness. Make my shtadness. Okay. No problem. I'm going. Bye-bye. Uh, oh, mine. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. And he went home and he told his wife, Sprinza. No, so what are you waiting for? So you got the money, go buy yourself a ticket and go. Wait a minute. It's late at night. No more can't slough in. Aye, but every second counts. Yeah, but I'm not going to find a boat in the dark. You know what I mean? We're living in a time there's no such thing as a street lamp, remember? Oh, right. Electricity wasn't invented in our times. You're right. A good point. Okay, so what do we do? What we do? We go to sleep. I get a good night's sleep. Because I get a good night's sleep. Then I wake up in the morning refreshed. 
Ich will suchen mal ich soll waschen, ich will waschen, ich will waschen. Ich will gehen zu Schule, da haben Schachis. Wenn ich komme home, ich gebe mir die beste Breakfast, ich gebe mir ein bisschen Mosel, ein bisschen Food for the way, und dann bin ich einmal weg. Und I'll be back as soon as possible, as soon as I raise the 25.000 Rubles. I shall return. Oh, okay, did you hear that, Dovi? Yes, Tati, hurry up, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tati? Yes, yes, Dovi? When you come back, could you bring me a lollipop? A lollipop? Okay, yeah, bring your lollipop, as Hashem. Okay, I'll have to look it up and check in history if lollipops were invented in the 1800s. I think it was. All right, no, no. Anyways, bye-bye. Everybody, bye-bye-bye. And sure enough, after his good night's sleep, went to shul for shacharis, and of course... He said his goodbyes, which I said before. He said all these things. But anyways, uh, going on with the story. So he went down to the boat dock. And excuse me, pardon me. Is this boat uh, going to cross the river? Is this boat going to cross the river? <laughs> That's a very good question. I like that question. Why don't you ask the boat? Your boat doesn't talk. <laughs> Listen, I'm in your business to make money. I take people across the river. Now, I tell you. This boat works. It's going to cost you one ruble to cross the river. You got that? Yeah, I have a ruble right here. Here you go. Okay, you got it? Yeah. Good thing you didn't drop it in the river. Can we go? Yeah, sure. No problem. And sure enough, he took him across the river. And when he got across the river... He started walking as close to the woods as he can for protection and shade from the sunlight, even though it was a cold day. But he went out, and he came to a shtetl of some sort. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, You know something? We need a ten person for Milche. Mincha? It just feels like a Davin Shachris. Yeah, but we didn't have enough people for the Shachris, so therefore you can join us for Mincha. Uh, you got me confused. But either way, he joined him for Mincha and he asked permission if he could speak and he had the letter and everything. And people said, oh, I feel so bad for you. I want to give you whatever I can. Here's one kopeck. And of course, you know, everybody gave a little here, a little there, but it didn't mount to much. He barely made one ruble. And eventually he moved on to another town. And he was doing this, going from town to town. And he was going from town to town. Oy, oy, oy. But the efforts, he made a speech, and he would say, my son is sick, and I hope this jetzt, because I had a fire, and listen here, but my son is a coolish nefusheish. Please, everybody, help me what you can. And of course, people gave a little penny here, a groschen, a kopeck, or whatever, very little, and even little kids were moved to buy this, and he said, I'll give you my piece of bubble gum. I didn't chew it more than once. Here, give this to your son, please. Uh, you keep that, don't worry. <laughs> uh, 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 there's a limit what I can take. Put a piece of chewing gum in my pocket and never open my pocket. All right, no, no. 
and he was traveling for this town and that town. And finally, he came to a bigger shtetl, a bigger village, and he was so happy. And the shamash there said, Avodu, you want to make an appeal for such a thing like that? You have a letter from such and such a rabbi? Ho, 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 and sure enough, that Friday morning, he davened shachars by them, and he made an appeal. And when he counted up all the money that he made from those few little towns, and from this particular town, it added up to ten rubles. Ten rubles is all he had. Not even close to the twenty-five thousand. What's it going to take until Mashiach? Uh, obviously, I know the story. And obviously, uh, the person that told me the story knows the story. And obviously, we're both here telling the story. So Mashiach didn't come yet. We'd like him to come. Okay, so um, we'll have to be Masparo much more. And we have to be Masaka our Midos. Of course, no Shaila. So where are we up to in the story? We're up to the part that it's by Shalashudis, by his host's house. And of course... When he finished with Shalashudis, they'd have Mayriv, Moshe Shabbos, his host made Abdullah. All right, I like you to stay for Blabin Malka. Can't Blabin, could you stay here for Blabin Malka? Actually, no. I think I should get a head start because, you know, I really have to try to raise this money to make the operation for my son. I'm going to travel. At night, it's very dangerous. I know it's very dangerous, but I'm not going to go on the main roads. I'm going to go in the forest. Oh, the forest could be even more dangerous. I'll be very careful. You know what I mean? I'm going to walk close to the trees. I try not to make noise. I'm not going to carry a lantern. I'll follow the stars, you understand? And and that's what I'm going to do. i got to get to the next town. So this way in the morning, I always start to raise money. I must raise this money. I only got ten copies. What am I going to do? I hear you. Not a problem. Tell me what. Let me prepare you, Mlava Malka, and you can take it on your way. Ah, thank you so much. You're so kind. Not a problem. And so he packed up his Mlava Malka, and he left... He was on his way, going through the forest, when suddenly in the forest, there was a little gang deep in the forest. <laughs> All right. Do you see what I see? Yeah, I see what you see. <laughs> There's somebody walking all alone. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's a Jewish person. Now, why would he be walking at night all by himself? Uh, he may be, because he got lost. That's good. If he got lost, that's our benefit. But look, I can't hear him, but it sounds like he's singing. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. But you know what? He's Jewish, walking the forest. I think I know why. Oh, yeah? Okay, small attic. Why? Because he doesn't want to get caught. Caught by who? 
by us. You know, we rob people. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> that's right. She's probably carrying a lot of money. Sure. And that's why he's sneaking through the forest, hoping not to get caught on the highway. <laughs> All right. You go from the back. I go from the front. The usual, remember. Okay. He tried not to hurt him. Ah, I won't hurt him. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Stop where you are. Shalom Aleichem, my good Oh, you're one person? Oh, the guy behind me, how are you? Yeah, you give me how you're well with you. All right, I won't give you Shalom Aleichem, Aleichem Shulem, Shalom Aleichem. I feel like I'm Benjikin Slavona. What's that? Uh, nothing, I guess you're not Jewish. Anyways, so tell me, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, who are you? Not important to know. But one thing is... Yeah, what is it? I'm gonna rob you. You're gonna rob me? Oh, here, I have a boob over here on my finger. Can you rub the finger? Not rob! Rob! Rob? Oh! Uh, he's calling you. My name is not Rob. I'm Ivan. Why did you tell your name? He doesn't know my last name. I didn't tell him my last name is Pickle-Jackie-Jackie-Nick-Sipo-Jackie. You're right. Nobody can repeat that. Pickle-Jackie-Jackie-Nick-Sipo-Jackie. Except you. All right. Anyways, give me your money right now. I'm very sorry. I'm a very poor kid. You don't understand. I travel here from across the river. I don't care why you travel them. Give me your money. Anyways, my son needs an operation. And I'm trying to raise the money. And I really don't have much. I've been going for a couple of days here, a couple of days there. I'm not making much money. I have nothing really to give you. I'll be the judge of that. Hey, Ivan, search him. Yeah, I'll be my pleasure to search him. Uh, let me think about <laughs> Stop that, you're tickling me. You saw me. Okay. Uh, oh, here's his wallet. <laughs> you hear, boys? Yes. Let me see the wallet. Ah, one, two, ten kopecks? No, oh, that's, no, wait, let me look at this. That's not a kopeck. Ah, rubble. <laughs> Dark, couldn't see clear. Ten rubles. That's all you have? What's going on with you? You have to get more money. I'm sorry. I don't have any money. I'm telling you the truth. Ah, but she for ourselves. And of course, they spent some time searching his pockets. They looked here and they looked there. And they couldn't find anything except the ten rubles. And the letter from the Rebbe. Hey, what is this note? It's in another language. What is this language? Uh, it's in Yiddish. It's a note written that uh, uh, wherever I go, people should give me money. It's written by a holy rabbi, and people respect the rabbi. And wherever I go with this letter, they're going to give me money. <laughs> I could use this letter. Hey, hey, Ivan, do we still have that disguise? You mean like to dress up like a Hasidic Jew? Yeah, I just have to show this letter. They'll give us money. <laughs> you know what, Joe? No problem. I'm going to let you live because you're probably lost in the forest. And I'm not going to show you where. <laughs> sure, I'm going to take your ten rubles. 
and I'm going to take this letter <laughs> from the rabbi. <laughs> Goodbye. Why? Baruch Hashem. They ran away. Come, Sule Toive. Oi, oi, oi. Ah, Baruch Hashem, they didn't kill me. Why they could be so terrible? They didn't beat me up. Why? I, I, they could have gotten really angry because I had very little money. Now what are you going to do? I'm going to come to these towns of Stettler and I'm going to go and ask for money. They're not going to believe me. They think I make up a story. I don't have the letter. Oh, if I ask me, what are going to do? What I going to do? I don't know. But I can imagine how funny it's going to be when they're going to show the letter and the letter has my name in it, and it describes how I look. I don't look like that robber, whatever his name is, and I don't look like his partner, Ivan. Why? They probably realize that he stole the letter, and they'll arrest him. No, no, no. Uh, I guess he'll get his oinish as soon as possible. But in the meantime, I have nothing, and I have no letter. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to cry out to Hashem. And he cried out in his own words, and he said, Mendele, little old Mendele, that's me. I tried so hard. I traveled. I listened what the Rebbe did to say, or what he said I should do, and I did what he said. I made his toddlers very little. But one thing I could say is, Gam, Zi, Latoiva, because what happened is this Rabba, Borashem, if I raised so much money, I would come back empty-handed, and I would be feeling really bad. I only took ten, ten rubles, and it's the end of the world, not the end of the world. Oh, Hashem. No, no, please, Rabbi Islam, how much established do you want from me? Now what am I supposed to do? And, of course, he didn't know what to do. So he walked slowly through the forest, trying to think of a plan. While he was walking through the forest, he was looking down on the ground. And then that's when he saw it. And what was it that he saw? Um, let him tell you. You, Mendo, look down. Uh, why should I look down? I'm going to step on a water bug or something? No, this is the forest. Going to step on a snake? No, just walk looking down. All right, I walk looking down. Let me see. What, watch this. A ring right here on the floor of the forest. Let me pick up this ring. Oh, I got the ring. Wow. Oh, you know, it's starting to get daybreak. Starting to see a bit of light. It's starting to get light. Oh, let me go to this spot here. I can see a little more light. Wow. Is that a ruby in the center? Wow, something is carved out in the ruby. Wait a minute. This looks like an emblem of some sort, like a signet ring. Oh, wait. Whoa, look at this. It's embedded in a, like the ring with the little diamonds all around and the gold. The real gold. Wait a minute. What is this over here? Let me see. Something's written on the inside. Uh, uh, Skrobnikov family. Skrobnikov family. <gasps> Means he's an important man. <gasps> wait a second. The sun is coming up more and more, and I'm seeing this ring is... Oh, wow! So many diamonds, pure gold, and look how thick the gold is. Wow! This ring must be worth a fortune. Uh, you know what? But I have a Mitzvah Shavu Saveda. 
I could take the ring and then sell the ring and make money to have the operation for my son and probably have enough over, left over to start a business. But that's not the way he thinks. A thing like this, probably the person was not me Irish. If it was a cheap little ring lost in a big forest like this, I'm sure the person would be me Irish. But I wonder who this guy Skrobnikov is. I wonder. Ay, 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 what are going to do? No, no, as I got this. And so he put the ring deep into his pocket and made sure it was staying there. He put it in his deepest pocket that he had. And then he went to town, Baruch Hashem, there was some eating there, and there was a minion, so he'd have chakras over there. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, the robbers did not know how to use talus and filling, so they didn't take that. So anyways, so he'd have chakras, and after chakras, somebody invited him for breakfast, and then he asked, uh, 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 my wonderful host, your mommy, I thank you very much for this uh, wonderful breakfast and everything. Tell me, um, who is uh, Skrobnikov? Skrobnikov? Did you just say Skrobnikov? Uh, yeah, I, I just said Skrobnikov. Not just Skrobnikov. Rudolf Skrobnikov. He's the poets here. He's the local poets. Your local poets? Ah! Yes, he's very wealthy. Huh. He 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 uh, lost his ring. He, he lost his ring? How you know? Because there's signs all over the place. Can you show me one of the signs? Right over there, right on that tree. Ah, oh, let me see. Ah, it has the police's address over here. It says the police lost the ring. He has no idea where. The last time... He knew he had the ring was when he went hunting in the forest. Very interesting. But he did not know where he lost it. Because he knew the last time. What's a longer McGillard doing on a sign like this? Okay, no, no. Come again. Uh, okay, Mr. Host, I appreciate your hypnosis. Orchim, wonderful mitzvah you did. Yes, Musik ein weiter. Sei gesund. Sei gesund. Kultiv. Yeah, yeah. Wow, he's so excited as soon as he heard uh, the name. Hoi, why is me? Alright, no, let me walk and get there. And so he walked. And he eventually got to the big palace. And as usual, there were dogs by the gate. And it was many dogs there. And of course. I know. There was a big guard standing there. Did he have a big belly also? I don't know. It's just a big guard, okay? All right. Very tall guard. And, of course, um, <clears throat> Mandela, are you ready? Are you kidding? I'm not going in. There's so many dogs over there. Mandela, you have a lot of strength. You have a lot of courage. You have a munus chachomim. And you have a token Hashem. You're doing the midst of a Shavu Saveda. If you're doing the midst of a Shavu Saveda, you have nothing to worry about. You're right. Okay. Hey, hi, doggy. Good thing on the other side. Excuse me. Uh, pardon me, uh, Mr. Guard. Yeah. Are you talking to me? Uh, yeah, you should brush your teeth more often. Anyways, Mr. Guard, listen to me. Hey, I need to see the poet Rudolf uh, Skrobnikov immediately. Why should I let you see him? 
Because I found his ring. Hey, you found his ring? <sighs> One second, let me open up the door. And when you open the door, could you tie up the dogs? Oh, yes, yeah, sure, 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 sure. And of course, he tied up the dogs. Ruff, 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 Nice doggy. <laughs> Hope the chain doesn't break. Okay, let me walk up this pathway. Yum, bum, bim, bum, bim, bum, bum. <laughs> okay. And knock on the door. Hello? Hello? One second, please. Let me get the door. Yes. Obviously, you got past the guard and the dogs. So what can I do for you? And what can you do for me? Tell the poets, Remendel is here, and Remendel found something that belongs to the porridge. Really? What did you find? A used handkerchief? No, I found a used ring. A used... What did you say? I said I found a ring. One second. Porridge, there's a Jew over here by the name of Mendel. He said he found your ring. Really? Somebody found my ring? Bring him in immediately. Ah, hello there, Jew. What is your name? My name is Mendel. Oh, Mendel. Very nice name. Okay, it'll be very nice even more if uh, you really have what I want you to have. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you recognize this ring? Oh, let me see. Oh, this is my ring. Look in the inside. I know. It has Skrobnikov family. Look, this is my signet ring. Without this ring, I can't sign the crees. I can't give, you know, whatever. You can write, like, good things for Jewish people? Yes, I could do that also. That would be very nice. Anyways, let me ask a question. Um, um, uh, so I found your ring, and I'm doing the Mitzvah Shavu Shavu Do you know where you found this ring? Of course I know where I found it. I found it, didn't I? Where did you find it? I, I, I find it in the forest. Oh, now I understand. I was hunting over there with my men, and then I... Uh, was about to shoot a wild boar, and then all of a sudden a snake came right in front of my horse, scared my horse, my horse jumped back, I fall off the horse, when I get back on the horse, it was a little bruised, I didn't check to see, I must have dropped my ring, it fell off my finger, wow, very interesting, but you find this, do you have any idea how much this ring is worth? Well, you just told me you can't, uh, sign any uh, decrees and papers, uh, important papers without this ring. It's the family... The family signet ring, that's correct. Now let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah, what is it, what is it? This ring is also worth a lot because it's solid gold, you see? Solid gold. Yeah. See the diamonds? Yeah, little miniature diamonds, very cute. And the ruby itself, the workmanship to make the signet through the, the, the rubies... Very, very difficult. This ring itself is worth over a million rubles. Uh, well, what? Wow. I'm so happy I could do the Mitzvah Shavu Zavedah. Anyway, so here's your ring. Wait, you don't go away just like that. What, what do you mean? I just gave you back the, the ring. I just did the Mitzvah Shavu Zavedah. No, give me back a ring that's worth so much. You're such an honest person. You could have taken this ring and sold it, melt down the gold, use the diamonds, use the ruby. But you didn't do that. You're an honest Jew. I like that. But you saved me. You saved my family. 
Had I shaved your family? It's too long to explain. Because now I have my signet ring back. Now, I want to reward you. You know what? Don't go away. Don't go away. All right, I won't go away. But I really did it for the mitzvah. There, whatever you said, it's fine. But I must reward you. Wait a minute. I stardless. I made a stardless. I tried to raise money, and then I did And then the guy took my letter, and I couldn't. I wonder what he's going to give me. Here you go. Take this bag of gold, and this. Uh, it's all yours. Okay? Be well. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Need problem? Or oh, I mean, not need problem. Have problem? Come see me. I help out. Ah, thank you very much. We be friends from now on. Eh, yeah. Okay. So I guess uh, bye bye. And he went. And he took the bag of gold. He figured this must be a lot in here. And since he wasn't doing so well, he had no letter. He would have to get another letter. So he went back home. But when he went back home, he took the gold and brought it to the dealers over there. And he discovered that the man gave him over 50,000 rubles worth of gold. So, of course, he used the money, half of it he used, to go over and, and, and have the operation. And then, of course, he took off a tenth of it to give thanks to Hashem, to give tzedakah to other poor people. And then, the remaining part that he had left, he was able to start another business. And for the rest of his life, he was able to live pretty happy after that and was very thankful. And he never forgot what happened to him. And he was always, always very helpful to poor people. And he davened like you never saw before. And of course, the operation was a success. That's right. And his son healed very well. So we see, Hashem just wants you to daven to him. And oh, oh, why should I say all that? That's what people are supposed to call in for. So I think we did a pretty good job with the story. I think so. I don't think you ever told us before. Well, this is what that little girl, <laughs> Peril, told me. So um, <clears throat> I hope it's satisfactory, Peril. <laughs> if you can get the call in, that would be wonderful. Okay. All right. So uh, ready for phone calls? Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson did you learn from the story? Why am I hearing echo? Hello? I'm kind of hearing an echo. Oh. Okay. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? My name is Avram Yav, and I learned that you have to believe in Hashem. Of course. Thank you very much. Good. That is in there. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, now let's go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Now I can't even hear myself. Am I still connected? Hello? Hello? Uh... We're having trouble with the line. Hello. Oh, now I hear something. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Me? Yes, you. I learned that you should have Gamsel Taiva. Everything right. happens is Gamsel Taiva. Right. You should you should be careful. Right. Have a tachin. Right. Davos Kavana. Wow, you listen very well to the story. Have a Munas Very good, excellent. You're doing a good job. Yeah, you the gift to yes, That's in there. Don't, don't rob. That's also in there. And um, you should you should have Derechites and Savlanis. Excellent. Beautiful. You listen very well to tonight's story. Thank you very much. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Me? Yes. What's your name 
And what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? My name is Conalia Braun, and I learned that even if something happened, it's always for the God. That's correct. That's definitely in there. Thank you very much. Okay, hello. You're the next caller. What is your name? And what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello. Are you there? Hello, hello. Okay, I guess we'll go to the next caller. Oh, you're there. Hello? <laughs> hello? Hello? Uh, I learned that you should always do a show of Veda. Right, that's in there. You shouldn't rob. Right. You should listen to Tzadikim. Excellent, all of that is in and there. And you should have them with Kabbalah. Excellent, beautiful job. You listen very, very well. Thank you very much. Okay, do we have time for any other caller? One last caller or what? Yeah, at least one more caller. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learn in tonight's story? Hello? My hello. name is... Mendel Ball. Yes. And I learned that you should you should do a shout of Beta and you should dive in to our Kubana. Right. And help and to help you. Right, right. Save your life. And then always listen to our traffic. Right. And to make his his start his Okay. Thank you very much. You listened pretty well to the story. Thank you very much. Okay, so that's all the time. One more. We could take one more caller. Okay. We can squeeze in one more caller. Okay. You're the last caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello. Yes. Um, my name is Esti Steger. Yes. And I learned that you should David. Right. Um, have a Muna. Yes. Very good. That's in there also. Yes, there are a lot of lessons in this story. Very good. Excellent. Beautiful. You listen very well. Because this story was packed with a lot of lessons in it. Okay, thank you very much. I think that's all the time we have. Okay, that's all the time we have. So until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos. Call to Bye-bye. Goodbye. Anywhere. Anytime. For everyone. This is jrootradio.com.